Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No George Poole. It's JP with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willard and Gibbs. Okay, JP, thanks. You know how everybody's got their crutches. Everybody's got their things that they do, a lot their go-tos, like Kyle Shanahan says, and stuff. You, you may, you know, a lot of ums, too, right. and stuff. <laughs> What's yours? Do we overuse the word plucky? Uh, you and I? Yeah, yeah. We I might. Mean, is that, is might. that right? The lovely Christy is like, I think you guys are, it's, it's okay. We got it. You love to use the word plucky. And I'm like, I do. I don't I don't I don't sugarcoat it. I no. do. I love the word plucky. I think it applies to a lot of things in sports. The New York Giants sure. were plucky. Underdog, plucky. Like you're not you're here, you're in the tournament, you're not winning. They're going to win the Super Bowl. A cute little story. Jacksonville. You're plucky. The plucky Sacramento Kings. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Light the beam. Light the beam is plucky. And it's I know people take it as like, "Oh, that's uh, you're sunning me. This is offensive. No, you're totally sunning. It's dismissive. You're patting them on the head. No, like in their arc, it's good. It's good. Jacksonville. Plucky's offensive. <laughs> Plucky is triggering. Is it? Is it? Plucky basically what? means good for you. No. You made the playoffs. You've got no shot to do anything of significance. What? Look at you. What the? Look at you, you plucky little. What the pluck are you talking about? You know Listen, exactly. I love when Spadone. Spadone. You're stealing from me now because I. <laughs> pluck first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pluck first. There's nothing better in our business than like watching. I mean, it's it's kind of like Top Gun when they buzz the tower and the guy's drinking the coffee. It's like, oh, God dang it. Yeah. That's kind of what happens to Spadone when you use a word that rhymes. Like you know what what the what the pluck are you talking because about? Because when people swear, it's his job to dump it. Yes. So he'll be like sort of you know half body, paying attention. No, he's paying attention. But Australian body, Open, right? He's like, I'm over here. I'm going to cut some sound. Hey, Kyle, what? Are you, and all of a sudden, oh my god! And he's got to run over to the board. Totally. Like, no, don't worry. There was no F. Everything's fine. There's a PL. No, the Jacksonville's right where they're supposed to be. They're they're on their way. The Kings Plucky are, little Jacksonville. Right where they're supposed to be. You're not gonna win the whole dance. You know that. Win the big dance. Right? Now, sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes you get called uh plucky and then no, you're ahead of schedule. The Warriors first championship, the first one. That kind of jumped, like everyone thought they weren't plucky though, because they, they won sixty four games in the regular season. Right, but even then, there are teams like the Giants three years ago, where you're like, you get this major regular season, and you're like, this isn't real though, is it? Fluky, and, not and, plucky. Well, <laughs> okay. There's a difference. Sorry, in the lovely Christian. I'm gonna come across the table. Yeah, I knew I'd get you with the F word, word, the real F word. Plucky is better than fluky. They uh, were fluky, so not know. plucky. They weren't fluky. They lost a team that won 106. Right. The fact that games. they won 107 is highly flukish. Well, fluke you. <laughs> okay, now we're. Sorry, Evan. We're screwing thin ice. Uh, by the way, Farhan says they're going to hit a ton of home runs. No, this I year. love that. I love that. And by the way, when they won 107 games, it's true. They were top four, right, in baseball in home runs uh, that year. Oh, they were up than there. That. They no, were like they were one or two. Than that. Yeah. yeah, they they led the National League. I think only the Blue Jays uh, were ahead of them. I think they were second. Um, but yes, I'm not kidding. True statement. Uh, and then we'll get back to your calls here. But a true statement from Farhan Zaidi. Quote: One of the strengths of our 2023 team, we think, is going to be. 
power. Yeah, they were number two. We think we're going to be right at the top of the league in terms of home runs and power, and that's going to be a big driving force for our team. Look at Farhan with the big talk. That's right. We didn't get Judge or Correa, but we got Hanniger. Get your tickets now. It's going to be bye, bye, baby. Oh, Uh, Horn's going to be on overdrive this year. Do you know, so they were second in home runs when they had their flukish 107 wins. Flukey. Do you know what place they were last year in home runs? (laughs) In Major League Baseball. Not second. No? Um, But not, not ridiculously low either. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I mean, I would be guessing. Uh, the, the middle of the pack. I'll go yeah, 16. I'll go 16. They were yeah. 12. Yeah. 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 yeah they were 183 home runs. Yeah. And uh, the previous year, they'd hit uh, 240. Dude, that's a lot of home runs. 241. <laughs> that's ridiculous. 241. It's a ridiculous amount of home runs. So they lost out on uh, 58 home runs. Year over year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll that'll knock you down in the standings a little bit. So if they so we'll can see. get to that 241 home run mark, then uh, they may have some action. Um, okay. And they're going to need to with that pitching staff. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you got against the pitching staff? I mean, it, I don't think it's that good. Okay. All right. I mean, does it I look mean, that bad to you, too? It looks all right. I mean, You're I, banking it, on Mania and Stripling. Oh, those are the, that's the bottom of the rotation. But What's yeah. the top? Logan Webb. Okay. And yeah. then? Yeah. Carlos Rodon? Oh, no, he's gone. Rodon. Yes. Rodon. Uh, Waterman in okay. Corte Madera. On, we got all summer for that, brother. Uh, hey, Waterman, <laughs> what's going on? What are you doing? What's up, fellas? I'm taking lunch myself. Good uh, for you. Stomach, when a stomach calls for it, you got to take it, right? I mean, uh, again and again and again and again, Waterman. So what I got real quick is this. My ideal situation if Brock doesn't need the full Tommy John surgery, and it just is, it is the six month deal like we're all hoping for, my hope is this: my hope is that they they kind of sit him for the first and give Trey the first four games of the season. Because <laughs> I I as a fan, I want to see what Trey Lance has. I don't want Trey to just sit behind Brock, because I think Brock is the guy. From okay. what we've seen, well, from what we've seen, I think Brock is the guy moving forward, or at least they know what they have with Brock, to where they're comfortable with him being the guy moving forward. So that's why I want to give Trey the first four games, and see how it goes. And it also gives Brock the time to heal a little longer, and get maybe a little more comfortable, because he is coming this injury. So, Waterman, I, I totally get your emotional sentiment as a fan and our curiosity of Trey Lance, but would you say what you just said to the face of Trent Williams? So, that's the, that, and see, this is the difficult part yep. of this team. We don't have the opportunity to have time to, to allow Trey to, to develop. So if, if I've been I've been talking about this with my buddies from work for a long time. The, the Niners are in such a bad position to develop a quarterback and allow him to develop because they're ready to win now. So I, I was really excited personally when I heard Kyle at the press conference yesterday say, "I don't see any scenario with Jimmy coming back," because to me that told me he is happy with what he's got and willing to let it play out. And so that's why I feel Brock, depending on what happens with Trey, I feel they they know what they have with Brock and they're confident moving forward. So uh, exactly right, which is why you can't uh, play around with four games. It doesn't mean Trey Lance wouldn't go win them all. Maybe he would. But you can't afford no. to mess around with that. Do you realize what those four games could mean? It could be the difference between hosting the NFC title game or going on the road. It was for, this year. For example. You exactly. Know, because if he doesn't walk out of the back of the end zone, maybe that game is at Levi's. You lose to Chicago, and Chicago wasn't very good. You lose to Denver, and Denver stunk. And the only other two games, he lost to Atlanta. Forgivable. You had a lot of defensive players hurt. Second half of a road back-to-back, fine. Not a great loss, but for me, forgivable. And you lost to the AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Good teams are going to beat you. But it's the other two, Mark. The Denver and the Chicago losses. If you win those games, 
Maybe you're in a spot where you host that NFC Championship and a lot's different. Joe and Bonte don't get hot dogs thrown at them and beer poured on them and all the rest of it. And maybe you end up winning that football game. So in the NFL, like the NBA, we've talked about it all the time. The Warriors have basically kicked how many games this year? Oh. A dozen or more? Well, and I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's the eight that we're talking about that they've blown, but then there's probably another four or five where they're oh, just like, like, we eight. don't even want them. Exactly. Right, like, and tonight might be one of them. Right. They're just going to be like, it's okay. We're so just- to that point, though, the Warriors could wind up 42 and 40 at the end of this season as the eight seed and still win the championship. But the 49ers can't well but the 49ers yes. can't afford to give up one game, let alone four games. And the other part of Waterman's call that I think we all have to keep an eye on is the fact that in five of Kyle Shanahan's six seasons, you've needed two quarterbacks anyway. So the odds are Brock Purdy, if he's healthy enough in August to be QB1, which he should be, the odds are he's not going to start all 17 games. No, the odds are that, I, I think the odds are that for almost every quarterback, if you're talking about something nagging where you miss a game or two, I mean, look at it. Right. Look at the elite guys in the NFL this year. Um, did Mahomes miss a game? No, but he did miss some time in a playoff game, right? So there was that. Uh, Did Josh Allen miss a game? We certainly spent a week where we thought he was going to. He had the UCL thing, played through it. Lamar Jackson missed a ton of time. There were 11 quarterbacks who started all 17 for their NFL teams. Okay. Uh, Justin Herbert, Herbert, one of them who got hurt. And, by the way, played through an injury he probably shouldn't have, and they lost by 40 in that game to Jacksonville. Uh, Joe Burrow made it all the way through, uh, but Jalen Hurts did not. Um, Dak Prescott Kirk Cousins made it. Did not. Kirk Cousins did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did. Right or no? Did Jordan Love start a game this year? Uh, I can't even remember. I can't remember if Jordan Love uh, started a game. Um, Tom Brady made it through. Tom Brady made it through. Man, uh, Geno Smith made it through. Kyler Murray did not. Uh, the 49ers, all 12 of them did not. Right. Right? Like I, so, yeah, I think if, if, you, were to, if you were to say right now, um, over or under, let's say Brock Purdy's the week one starter, over or under a half a over. game started by Trey Lance. Over. over. But what if I said over or under? Over. Well, wait a minute. Over <laughs> or under half a game started by someone other than Brock Purdy or Trey Lance? Over. Yeah, see, I'll take the under. See, I, I would take the over. Take, and I, I actually I gave you this in terms of Brock Purdy back in, like, August because we were talking about the QB depth chart. And I think I gave you Brock Purdy over under a half a start, and you took the under. And I took right. the over only thinking about a week 18, hey, let's see what we have in Brock Purdy because our playoff spot's already clinched yep. kind of start. I didn't envision Brock Purdy becoming QB1, but... If I look at the Niners' history of quarterbacks, the majority of the time they needed two, and a lot of time they needed three. So I would go over a half on. I would go over. Yeah, I mean, that, over number of quarterbacks to start for the Niners in 2023. If I put it at two and a half, you would go under. I would go over. I, yeah, definitely, I would go under. Different QBs I mean, to start. That's our historical reference. That's not usually the league's historical reference. The idea of starting three quarterbacks when you're a good team, by the way, like Houston, Washington, these teams started three quarterbacks, but they did it because they don't have any good ones. Right. Right. So um, it, it's a little bit different. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, Daniel Jones. He made it through. They he both made it through. Started Russell, off. Russell Wilson did not. Tannehill right. did not. So look, I, I, I get it. But the, the, the original point being the idea of we just, we got to see what we got with Trey. Here's the crazy thing. No, you don't. I know that's hard. I want to see it too. I, like, uh, as if it's a movie. I'd, I'd pay money to, to, to see Trey Lance play football and, and watch him develop. But it's not in theaters right now. So it's not available. And you're not going to mess around with a 49er season if that's your motivation. Your motivation has to be, we believe that Trey Lance gives us the best chance to win this week. We. We. And then you do it. But outside of that, again, that's why I asked him, would you look Trent Williams in the eye and be like, look, I know that we got this Brock Purdy guy and you all think that we can win almost every game with him. We know that. But we've got a lot invested in this guy over here. (laughs) Yeah, we really, right. we really think is you know this this could be something someday. 
So we need to check it out. Will you risk your entire body to block for him? I mean, the answer would be yes, but he'd be furious. Right. The whole team would be furious if it was very clear and true that Brock Purdy is QB1. There's just no time for feelings and emotions and politics when it comes to this stuff. The fact of the matter is, no matter how we got here and no matter what we think with our emotional mind, when you find something that works in pro sports, you keep it. Period. Right. No matter what. Well, especially when it comes to this game, this violent sport of football. It's one thing if you you got a baseball team and you are 81 and 50 and you got 31 games left to go, and it's like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to call up this kid from AA and let him start some games just so we can see what we have. You may not love it if you're playing behind him or if you're the catcher, but you're like, okay, fine. We're 31 games above 500. I'm not risking life and limb to see this guy go out there. NFL, 17 games. We know that the margin of victory is so small, and the risk of your career ending is so omnipresent, you can't just go ahead and throw a guy out there just because you want to take a look at him. Now, ideally, you get into a situation where you're humming and you're winning games 30-7 to going into the fourth quarter, and now you get a chance to see right. what you have in Trey Lance. That's right. the way this works. Uh, back to the original scene of the damn crime. We're going to Foster City, people, where the mean streets. Uh, Pat in Foster City on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Pat, what are you doing out there? Uh, just driving around and, uh, yeah, having uh, a good start to the new year. But I, I, I wanted to comment about Purdy. Um, you know, I wondered what you guys thought. You know, watching him play, you know, he has such good strengths. I mean, his people don't talk about his clock management, but if you watch him on these drives, you know, he'll take the clock down to one second, you know, and time after time, you know, his awareness in the pocket is, you know, really good. His decision-making and ability to check down is great. His, he can scramble. He's got pocket awareness. He leads the receivers really well. You know, he, he does so many things well, but he's not 6'5 and can't throw the ball you know, 90 yards like a lot of guys. And it seems like general managers seem, including, uh, you know, getting Trey Lance, they seem like they go for the big, tall guy that can throw the ball a million miles. I'm wondering with Purdy's success, whether you think general managers may start to weigh some of the things, the strengths of Purdy a little bit more when they're evaluating quarterbacks instead of the uh, traditional how fast can you run the 40 and how far can you throw the ball. Pat, thanks. I, 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 thanks wonder, I, I wonder, like, so first of all, uh, bigger, stronger, faster is never going to go out of style. That's never, right? So the guy who is 6'4", can run like a bullet, has a, has a Patrick Mahomes arm. Right. That's always going to be drafted first. I don't think that's ever going to go away. It depends on who is drafting the player because what we've learned from Brock Purdy is there are things that you can now assess yes. and identify that are more important than bigger, stronger, faster Jamarcus Russell. I don't know if, well, yes, yes. I was going to say, I don't know if more important than, for instance, what Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow do. But, yeah, I agree with you on that. Like, if there are analytics that, that start to show that they play, could being good in those categories start to get you a look in the fourth round instead of the seventh? Right. Yeah. But to me, you know, whoever's at Alabama and whoever's at Ohio State, they're still going in the top ten. Yes, and I think we are going to reach a point where maybe that doesn't happen as often anymore because you look at the most recent quarterback draft class, not this last one, but the one that included Trey Lance, Justin Fields, McCorkle Jones, and the rest, Alabama QB... Well, turns out he's not, he maybe isn't the sauce. Ohio he's exactly State, what we thought he was going to be, by the way. Well, he flashed, actually, yeah. as a rookie. He's and then, fine. Yeah. He's fine. Ohio State QB. Oh, the Ohio State QB. Right, right. Turns out he may not be all he was cracked up to be. The Clemson quarterback? Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. and The plucky little Jacksonville. Shout out, Christy. Uh, I like what they've done down there. But, uh, you know, Trey Lance, the measurables. So I, I do think that you're right in terms of, the measurables will still be like, oh, 6'5", and he runs a four five forty or whatever the number is. But Brock Purdy is shattering certain preconceived notions, or at least he should be, because the things that he does well, they don't show up in a 40 time, the shuttle drill, the bench press. 
but the dude knows how to play quarterback. Right. It's just hard. I mean, we all know that drafting is an inexact science. So just think about this because people are also, they're not only trying to find the best player, they're trying to keep their job. And so how do you lose your job in right. sports? When you miss on what was what everyone else thought too. Yeah, it's true. You're not blamed that much. Who's the GM that's like, dude, I know Justin Fields is available, uh, but there's this tiny little guy at Iowa State. It's about 5'11". <laughs> tiny little guy. He's got a backpack. He's got a backpack and a wry grin and apparently a good attitude. And we're going to take him at third overall. And if you're wrong, you're done. You're done. So I just think there are certain guys. Could they fire up the board a little bit? There are certain guys that are already built to be surprises. Brock Purdy had no choice but to be a surprise. Tom Brady had no choice but to be a surprise. Yeah, you never were going to look at them and say, oh, that guy's overrated. Yeah, Tom Brady can't run and didn't even start at Michigan. So it was never going to be anything but a surprise. You can't stick your neck out like that. So uh, Ben and Sunnyvale next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Ben, what are you doing? What's going on, guys? Just on my break. Love the show. Just want to chime in on the Niners quarterbacks. Thanks, man. Um, uh, all things considered, I think the Niners are in a great position. I think that, you know, at minimum, Brock has definitely earned a quarterback competition. And so I'm a big Niner fan. I'll support them whichever way they go. But based on the last two years, the Niners were able to start off three and four, three and five, and able to make it to the NFC Championship last year. They won the two games on the road, still made it this year. Two games on the home, still made it. That's why I think there's an argument for Trey to start out the season, um, see what he's got if Brock isn't able to earn, clearly earn that quarterback or quarterback role, give Trey a, a chance to start out. Um, knowing our team can recover if needed, and knowing that there's a good chance we're going to need a second quarterback throughout the season, why not get that second quarterback ready as early as possible? It's fascinating. Ben, thanks. It's fascinating to me how many people are still in this spot. And this shows how hard it is for us as human beings to come off of what we thought before something started. Again, it's why always coach of the year is never the best coach. It's whoever surprised us most. When do they announce all that, by the way? I don't know. Should be soon. Does the NFL do one of those those, uh, hackneyed award shows? They do it out at the Super Bowl sometimes, right? They do it Super Bowl week? Yeah, NFL Honors Award Ceremony is Thursday, February 9th. Okay, so next week. There you go. Yeah, there you go. week from today. So we'll find out. But it's fascinating to me. I mean, did you hear Ben's tone? Like, Ben's tone is like, I mean, I think Brock Purdy has at least an earned a competition. And, you know, when we get to August, like, I don't know. we got a high-level backup now. But, I mean, I think you got to give it to Trey and go from there. It's like, that's how long it's going to take some of us to flip this. I want you to understand something right now. If Brock Purdy is not hurt in August and... When he comes back, if he looks like himself, it's over. He's the starter week one. Well, you know that healthy it's teams like, will tell you there's always a competition. Of course, they, of course they'll say that, but that's not what this is. This is at minimum already tilting in Brock's favor. For sure it's tilting. Ass- assuming health. Trey Lance, it, nobody's owed anything, and, and, and Trey Lance may get that shot because of health or, or who knows Exactly how this is all going to play wow out. with the OTAs when Brock is still getting better. OTAs. Like, no. Thank you. Not going to be it's enough. A three. It's, I'm telling you right now, Brock is either hurt or something looks wrong when he gets back or he starts week one. Like, it, Most likely, yeah. He's earned that. We, we already played you. I mean, do we need He's to- earned it, but you know that in the NFL, you always have open competition. If you're a good team... Unless you have a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers, you don't just anoint a guy. No, but you heard what Mayoko, what we played a, a, an hour ago. The locker room would be pissed if it, Brock's going to have to have something look wrong. Something's going to have to be different than it is now, or or he starts week one. Like the, the, no, I, I'm the, with you. The locker room won't allow it. You're not gonna ever put that out there because then what does Trey Lance do oh, right. in the offseason? Right, 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 right. Trey right. Lance is gonna sulk and not work because no. he knows he's QB two. And who knows what's gonna happen? My point is, is it's funny to me how we would go through the experience we just had, and some people think Brock has quote unquote 
maybe earned the right to compete for the job, but Trey's the presumptive. Trey is not the presumptive starter. No, He's Brock not. is the presumptive Brock, starter. But the presumptive starter. if you don't have a competition, then you're hurting your own team. And I know the team right now is all saying what they're saying, but. The very essence of competition, it's not a negative thing no. for Brock Purdy to, to have a sense of, I got to get better. I got to make sure that I keep my seat. Uh, Red and Gold Reaction brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. More to discuss there. The sound from Shanahan that you may have missed, all coming up next on Willard and Dibs. This is James Watson, and now back to Willard and Dibs. All right. Uh, How much longer do we get to play that? This just handed to me. Um, apparently, we have some interesting Aaron Rodgers sound to play. Okay. Not quite yet. It's coming. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's going to say he oh. wants to play for the 49ers. We have to hold another press conference. Did you see the Josina Anderson uh, tweet about Chris Kacarek? No, I have not been on Twitter. The Niners are open to the idea of promoting him to defensive coordinator. Okay. so Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That doesn't surprise me, actually. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I mentioned the Salisbury thing earlier. How about this? And I wonder uh, if if we've gotten to a clear answer on this because you, me, and Kyle were sat around batting this around before the show. Okay, Salisbury throws out next ten years Super Bowl wins. Who you got? And it's just a two choice poll. One, Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow. The other one, the field. Every other human being on the planet Earth. again, he did not say next 10 years. He said next 10 years Super Bowl wins, which the way I read it means the Mahomes-Hurts-Burrow category is already automatically up one to nothing. Right, right. Because I believe that in the next 10 Super Bowls, one of them is next week. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I think either Mahomes or Hurts will win the game. Could be Henny. Could be Minshew. Could be the Henny Minshew game that we've all uh, clamored that's right. for. I mean, now, now, but they have to start it. One of them is going to have to start it uh-huh. in order to win it. Right. So something's going to have to be like slip in the shower or something like that, and and you're out, kind of a situation. So next ten years, Super Bowl wins. Who you got? Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, or the field? I'm taking the field and. Uh I, I think that it's close, and I, I would take a different quarterback in place of Jalen Hurts. I don't know if – I don't look at Jalen Hurts the, the same way I look at Mahomes and Burrow and Josh Allen. I'm so, with you, but I think the reason he would use Hurts over Allen is because if you use Allen, in theory, uh, only one of them can win it each year. Like, they're all in the AFC. You had to pick an NFC quarterback, and if not Jalen Hurts – who would you pick? See, I think you don't have to pick an NFC quarterback because I think if you look at 
Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow Super Bowl appearances in the next 10 years. How many Super Bowl appearances, counting this one, if you just took Uh Allen, Burrow, and Mahomes in the next 10 Super Bowls, so the next nine, because this year, one of those three is already there. Yes. In the next nine, how many more appearances do the three of them make? Well. Representing the AFC. uh, If I told you six... Ooh, that's that's still a lot. I know it doesn't seem like it, but here's why I'd say that still is a lot. First of all, Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. But there are other. There's you're, there's Lamar. There's Herbert. Lamar it, might be in the NFC. Might be. Here comes Trevor Lawrence and Plucky. We're talking about ten years, which means there are NFL stars in that window. Stars who we haven't even met yet. Arch Manning. I mean, like, is Bryce Young going to be? One of these guys. I'll stand is, by my Arch Manning. Right? I, uh, that's fine. Um, Heading to college. Is LeBron's kid going to change sports Bronny. and play football? I, You know, I don't know. So, so I'm taking the field to answer Sean Salisbury's me, poll. Me too. And me too. To me, it's not close. And I'm not trying to tell him what to do with this poll because I don't do that. Wow. Don't, terms, don't talk about that. Thank you. Uh, and Kyle, your thoughts in just mere moments. But if I changed it to Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes... Then I think it's an interesting discussion. Right, but I mean, like, you can look at it through teams. You can also look at it through the lens of there's always, uh, every every three to four year period, someone shows up in the Super Bowl where you're like, whoa, what do I do? <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> well, Jimmy, and, and if I had told you a year or two ago that Jalen Hurts was going to show up in the Super Bowl, you'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? That that wouldn't have made sense. Um, and, and, you know, even even a Matt Stafford. A few years ago, you're like, wait, Matt Stafford? Jared Goff, not too long ago. Super Bowl appearance quarterback. Joe Burrow was a surprise when he arrived last year. We didn't think that he was ready. This stuff Nick Foles. Nick Foles. This all changes so fast. So I know only some of those guys won it and some of them didn't. But in a te- 10 years, geez, it's a long it is. period of time. The reason why I pause with Jalen Hurts is because in the last 27 years, only two NFC teams have appeared in back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. Seattle did it, and Green Bay did it. The NFC is very much like you're a one-and-done kind of deal. Well, and I was just going to say, if I put Jalen Hurts over those next 10 Super Bowls, just Hurts, I'm going to put the over-under on his Super Bowl appearances at one-and-a-half. What do you take? Uh, you already got one. I would take the over okay. at one and a half, I but mean, it's close. It's close, and that just means appearing in one more during that right. stretch. It's not easy, and we've watched this. We watch it every year. Well, I'm not ready. Like Mahomes has been to three in four years. This is obviously a thing. He's been in three in 57 years. That's if also you really true. want to look at That's it. That's true. But this is obviously Stole a thing. Stole your own joke Mahomes. Yeah, from the break. <laughs> well, it's funny. ESPN's doing a thing about Mahomes. Right. And they're like, Patrick Mahomes has led the Chiefs to the Super Bowl in three of the last five years. And I looked at you guys and I went, did I miss the Super Bowl? Or did he go to three of the last four Super Bowls? Right. Also three and five. Also true that three and five, but then so is three and six. Yeah. Three and seven. Sure. I think I can go on. I can count. Anyway, so that was kind of funny. But um, yeah, like Jalen Hurts. I don't I don't know that Jalen Hurts is going to go to a bucket load of Super Bowls. I'd bet against it. I would too. Yeah. And right if you now, just look at the recent vintage, it's really hard to get there. Philadelphia has been to two of the last six. The Rams have been to two of the last six. Other than that, it's been Carolina, Atlanta, the Niners once, Tampa Bay. And totally different versions of each of those teams, though. Like you said, the Rams are there twice and the Eagles are there twice. Different teams, completely, yeah. uniforms, but completely different coaches, different, different coaches, teams. Different QBs, Not different coaches deal. for the Rams, but still, yeah, different QBs, right. totally different teams. So you would take the field as well in the Salisbury Poll? Yeah, so take the field. And you too, Kyle, in the back? Um, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, take the field. Absolutely take the field. Um, all our guests are brought to you on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Willard and Dibs also sponsored by Pfizer. Hey, real quick, sophomore in Pacifica. On He's a sophomore. Sophomore. Hey, sophomore, what are you doing? Gen- Gentlemen, I I just had a good breakfast. I'm getting off slow today. Everyone else eat lunch. Um, so, quick point about the QB of... Uh, Contest, whatever. First of all, I hear you guys channeling Harbaugh because you're like, who's got it better than us? Nobody, right? Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Inexpensive quarterback. <laughs> okay. Uh, and at the same time, 
they're both coming back off of injury. So look at look at what happened with Clay Thompson and how long it took him to come fully back into it himself. We got a bad arm injury and a bad uh, medium, maybe intensity uh, leg injury. Yeah, also, but those are but like diff- I, big, big difference there to me, sophomore. First of all, Clay had two of them. Uh, they were also both lower body injuries that are way more severe than what Trey had. Plus, they happened after his 30th birthday. Like, the evidence is not there that the UCL injury for Brock Purdy is a a, a career-altering thing. It, it, it hasn't been for others in the past. Good, good. and Kyle, Kyle, to his credit, had a similar point when I called in earlier and uh, we chatted. So... The other thing, though, is the Niners want to develop both of these guys to enhance their trade value and to have them ready for the playoffs, you know, even if one of them, even if Brock Day is healthy all regular season. So I imagine there's going to be either some forced or some planned alternation to get them both some game time, uh, whether you're playing them or trading them after the season. Yeah, you know what's interesting about this, and we can talk more about it coming up next, we've also got this Aaron Rodgers mystery sound, but... This whole idea right now of trade talk when it comes to Purdy and Lance, I don't think we're anywhere near it. Not this year and not next year. If it, it if things are going well, I don't keep them both. Why would you trade? I mean, I mean you're not trading cheap. Brock Purdy and you're not trading Trey Lance because oh. the dead cap hit is too much. And to do what? To bring in another quarterback that you're going to end up needing to play? No, no, no need to do it at this point. Um, it's absurd. Right. Uh, let's hear what Rogers had to say coming up next on Willard and Debs. It's your boy Guru from Steiny and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dibs, right here on 95.7 The Game. Oh, and Guru's going to be in here in mere moments. And did I hear that uh, there will be a, uh, a Larry Kruger sighting as well? There already is, is yeah. Uh, is that the word on these streets, these mean streets of 95.7 The Game? Um, all right, what did Aaron Rodgers say? Let's hear it. No joke. Dibs and I have not heard this yet. Uh, and is this from the uh, the Pebble Beach Golf Tournament? All right, here, here's Aaron Rodgers. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Cole. Got any news you want to share with us? <laughs> not going to San Fran. Oh. <laughs> well... Uh, San Fran, huh? San Fran. Well, you're not welcome in, quote, San Fran, uh, Aaron. Gosh, yeah. So, way to go out on a limb, number one. But number two, uh, I'm not somebody, I, I don't get hot and bothered about all the nicknames here in the Bay that people don't like, you know, Frisco and, yeah. and San Fran. I don't really get hot and bothered. I do, like, San Fran I don't like because I just don't like the sound of it. Not because I'm offended. I just think it sounds lame. Like sounds it's like a, Sam Trans. Yeah, like it's a lame way to abbreviate San Francisco. Like there's just, I don't know, call it the Bay or whatever. Why are the two most famous current NFL people from here, why are they running around all year calling it San Fran? Brady's been doing this too. He did it on national TV. Right. Aaron Rodgers, not from not here. Not from here, but his roots, right? He goes to college here. For two years, yeah, okay. in Berkeley. Berserkly, as some would say. And uh, Tom Brady is from your neck of the woods yeah, in the is. peninsula, so he's not quite from San Fran well, either. But it, but it, it doesn't trigger me the same yeah, way, but like, a lot of people, and I'm seeing it on the YouTube feed, and I know a lot of people get really upset by the San Fran moniker. I mean, I, it, to me, it's not even just, you don't have to live in the city, it's the Bay. Like, if you right. understand the Bay Area, I grew up in the peninsula, and it was the city. Like that, that's, that's what it, it always was. The city. Nobody would ever. I don't even it know. It became how many- Frisco uh, some time ago, but back in the day, and you can read Herb Kane. It was like Frisco was the offensive term back right. in like the fifties. Right. Like I was taught not to use that. San Fran exactly. would never even occur to me. I didn't even say San Francisco because it was the city. Are we going to the city tonight? We're going to the city tonight. That's what we that's refer it. to it exactly as saying. That's all anybody would ever say. Aaron Rodgers coming to San Fran. Uh, Look, to me, that's the number one takeaway from all the press conference stuff that we heard yesterday. And uh, and here is some of it from Kyle Shanahan 
Uh, you're looking for a veteran QB? Would you be looking for a high-profile veteran? No, we're content enough. Okay. How are you going to handle these uh, quarterback situations? I don't think there's much to handle. One guy can't go, and the other guy should be ready for OTAs. So um, OTAs haven't been that consistent over the last three, four years since COVID. Um, they keep being a little bit more different each year, so it's not as big of a deal as it used to be, but it uh, sounds like we'll at least have one guy for it. Brock Purdy, your starter? Things I haven't even thought about at all. So right now we're just working on coaches, and I think that stuff will play itself out by training camp. Okay, Kyle, I said you don't want a veteran, but you want a veteran, right? I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. So when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking around. Okay, fine. You don't have to look far for Jimmy Garoppolo, though, right? There's an area which you guys can see Jimmy being back, and if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Kyle was quick. He was yeah, to the point. No He's scenario. Like, I've got my quarterbacks. They are Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Not bringing in a high-profile guy. Not bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't see a scenario for that. So really what he's saying without really saying it is, yes, we do need a third quarterback. It won't be a high-profile guy. It won't be Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady retired. Aaron Rodgers isn't coming to San Fran. So go ahead and look at your free agent list. Go to the very bottom of guys and head up from the bottom of the list. It's going to be something that you literally might miss in the news when they sign someone because it's not going to be an interesting name or it might be a rookie might be another rookie might go get someone in round six right. or, or or something like that but i, I do you think it'll be a rookie uh a random veteran or and i say retread only so that i can put in that bucket all the former 49ers so will it be a familiar guy like a Mullins, a Beathard, a Gabbert? Will it be a rookie that they draft and use or some random other veteran like an Andy Dalton type? I mean, are you are you talking about in the offseason or are you talking about in August? In the offseason. Well, I, in between the offseason and I, August. I think the answer is both. You think, think they'll the end up drafting both. a guy yeah. and I mean, bringing a guy in? Remember, they had four people by the end of camp. I understand the circumstances, but they had four this year. It was Trey, it was it was Brock, it was Jimmy, and Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. And Sudfeld had gotten real money. He had gotten some guaranteed Two money. Million. Yeah, and and then Purdy beat him out. And and so yeah, I think you know, once you get to September eleventh, it's gonna go I I believe it's gonna go Purdy one, Trey Lance two. And uh, there won't be anyone else active, but there'll be someone else on the roster or on the practice squad. Could it be a rookie? Could it be a veteran? That's based on who wins the job in uh, in camp. But I think there's the likelihood that they grab somebody later in, in the draft. And I definitely think uh, there's almost the guarantee that they sign a veteran quarterback to get ready for OTAs just because you know you're not going to have Brock Purdy during this offseason. So I, I, I think that's the way they'll play it. I think it's the right way to play it. I love what he did yesterday because it's a message to two different groups of people at the same time. There's one message to the team, which is, and and these two specific quarterbacks, you're our guys. You're our guys, and we have full belief in both of you. And then it's also a message to set the expectations of the fans, which is to say, like, we're not going to get a big name. You guys have spent 48 hours since this loss, and, and, and every quarterback in the book all the way up to Lamar Jackson is getting tossed around. Answer's no. Right. Next question. The answer is no. Now, the answer is yes on a quarterback, and you're right, probably two. And I would love it if they use another late-round pick to bring in another rookie that maybe they like, somebody like a Brock Purdy who we've never really focused on, somebody who can come in and be a guy because you may need that guy to eventually be your quarterback. But it's Brock and Trey. It's Brock. It's not Brock or Trey. It's Brock then Trey in terms of the pecking order going into next year. Assuming health uh, across the board. And then the other thing that I think uh, we, we forget, uh, and you talked about a little bit, you know, on, on the changeover with the whole Jimmy thing. We keep going, oh, would the, you know, would the Niners want Jimmy? And you're like, Jimmy wouldn't want the Niners. And you're 100% right. Yeah. And by the way, I think that's going to be true for most veteran quarterbacks. Because think about it. Those veteran quarterbacks, even when you get to a spot where you're like, I probably need to take a backup gig now. Let's take Matt Ryan, Okay. Matt, probably looking for a backup role now. No one's signing Matt Ryan to be their unequivocal starter to start the year. Okay? Fine. Now, do you want a third-string job? Who's taking that? Right. 
The whole idea of a big-name backup, we said it two days ago, was predicated on the 49ers not liking Trey Lance as much as we had hoped. Like, if they if they were to go grab Tom Brady if he was going to play again, that was more of a shot at Trey Lance exactly. than it was at, at, at Brock Purdy. If we're going to take Kyle at his, at his word, if we're going to take what John McClain told us yesterday, in, in, in that the 49ers are still very high on the future of Trey Lance, then who wants the QB3 gig? I know who it is. It's the guy who's got no other offers. Yeah. That's who you're getting. If you look at the free agent quarterback list, there are 38 names on here. Tom Brady said we'll take him off because he's no longer there. But there are a handful of guys, and I just sorted it by snaps played. You're looking at one of these guys who didn't play a snap because you're right. Third string quarterback is what you'd be looking for. Uh, Easton Stick, Drew Locke, Blaine Gabbert didn't play a snap. Mason Rudolph, Nathan Peterman played six snaps. The aforementioned Nate Sudfeld, Josh Johnson we've talked about. These are the kinds of guys, Brandon Allen, uh, Nick Mullins. This is the kind of guy who, you know, if you want a gig, you're QB3. These guys I just mentioned are the type of quarterbacks that you'd be looking at to fill this role because you already have QB2. Mullins may well be the guy. I, I, I have no idea. But, but you, literally, when you're in a situation like that where you're just grabbing the, oh, gosh, emergency break glass third string yeah. guy, uh, the, the guy who's been in the system before is going to get a nod. Like that, That's definitely something a coach would look for. So, yeah, could it be Mullins or Bethard? Sure. Sure it could be. And And... I'll be over here in the corner of, I don't really care. Because whoever you get, if we get to him next year, the 49ers are already toast. In my opinion. Unless, unless, unless you're getting to him for like a game. See, I disagree. And this the, year gave you every reason why you shouldn't think that way. Well, because you saw those guys. But you got to that guy this year. And nobody thought Brock Purdy was going to go 7-1 no, and one as a starter. Because he was an unknown. I'm saying a Mullins, a Bethard, a Josh Johnson, whatever. We have seen those guys get their but chance. But if you draft a guy in whatever round and he becomes yeah, yeah. your third stringer. Then that's different. Yeah. And then, then that's different. Absolutely. If it's Blaine Gabbert, I mean, you've seen Blaine, but hey, he's at least a guy who's quarterbacked in this league. Uh, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HC1 San Francisco, always live on the Odyssey app. I mean, gosh, at least you guys did come in together, but uh, fashionably late. Wait, did we Whoa. interrupt you? Did we, did we interrupt you? We Larry, just did. we getting called on the carpet. No. Damn, how, much, late, how, much late, you, uh, how much do you get paid for 43 seconds? Because you owe it. Not you much. owe it to me and Dibs. I apologize. Out of your, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Hi, boys. Hi, Larry. What's up? Larry Cooper. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Yeah, what's cooking? By the way, R.I.P. Bobby Bethard. Who yes. is a man, yeah, guy yeah, that I met in, cool. in San Diego uh, years ago, and maybe the coolest executive of all time. And why, this, why was he the coolest executive? Well, of all okay, time? so my buddy was a, a pro personnel, a pro uh, operations <laughs> yeah, assistant down there. Totally we were in college. We went to spring. We went to instead of going to spring training, so we went to San Diego. Drove San Diego to Arizona, and he was working for the Chargers. He's like, yeah, come by the stadium. You'll meet. You can meet Bobby Bethard. I'm like, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. So we go in, we meet Bobby Bethard. It was right a couple weeks before the draft. He's got his whole board up there. He's got two gigantic surfboards in the corner of his office, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna meet for a little bit, a little while." He's walking around with board shorts and a t-shirt and flip flops, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, do uh, you guys mind dropping me off at PB? I'm gonna do a little surfing this afternoon." <laughs> and so he's like in this meeting with all these scouts, and then he's like out surfing in his wetsuit in the afternoon. Nice, ah, it's good life. Yeah, yeah. Good, good life, life. Good dude. R.I.P. Flip flops to work. That's why, uh, man. That that's what started. Uh, my uh, my efforts that that still continue to this day uh, to do more in the voiceover world. I, I had a buddy who like that's all he did. That's his main gig. He's really really good at it. Man, he would just be standing out there playing with his kids, just in his flip flops all day. And that's the phone beautiful. would ring, and they'd be like, "Get in your back studio there right. and bang this out." That's it about beautiful. The you know, yeah, here, whatever. General Mills, uh, buy Cheerios. All right, see you later. Sends the recording. Come back outside. Start playing catch with the kids again in your flip-flops. That's a deal, right there. That's the deal. So. 
I'm wearing home team colors, and I kind of want somebody to comment it uh, because all football nice season, change for you. I'm in the wrong thing. Yeah. Got the home team on, uh, Willard. That's an issue. Yeah. No, I always love this, by the way. So <laughs> Dib, this I'm was, feeling this good. Is, you're making me think of something because you're wearing the colors the day after everybody's mad at that team. So <sighs> Man. Uh, my little guy wore a Debo jersey to school Monday morning. Jute. Jude. Yeah. Jude wore Debo jersey. <laughs> and I don't even think he thought about it. Like, it was probably like most dudes. He's like, it was on the top of the drawer. Grabbed the Debo jersey, put it on. And then he told me after he got in the car on the way home, he's like, actually, Dad, I felt a little weird about wearing it when I got here because I realized, yeah, and then today's not the day to, like, you know, sports United colors. He goes, but then one of my buddies had a Debo jersey on, too, and was okay. And I was like... I was going to tell you I was proud of you. That, yeah, I was going to say, you, you know what? Stick that, with your that's colors. That's when the real that's ones so wear exactly. stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. Same thing to you, yeah, dude. That, that is when you wear it. Yeah. You've got to support your team, man. Yeah, yeah not when it's all it good. Yeah, exactly. I did notice you, you got rid of the cowboy stuff pretty early after that loss. Yeah, I mean, just, 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 if we're gonna keep it, if we're gonna keep it a buck, as the kids like to say, I got something on deck for tomorrow, but I wore it Monday. You did wear it Monday. Now, no Willard, doubt about that. I need you to be. Go ahead. I, yeah, no, no, no. You, you I need you to be my therapist here, real quick. And I, he's got me for three hours, Kruger and Dibs. I'm in the gym, twenty or four hours. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 